Welcome to episode 172 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? I'm better than most. Not quite as good as some, but almost. How are you? Just fine. Yeah. Uh, I'll know more at the end of the recording. Got shaking things up here a little bit. We are. But we'll get into that as, as the night goes. Yeah. And... Gonna get jump right into it. Let's do it, as the kids would say. Sure. Um, who who couldn't use a little ectogasm? <laughs> so that's our first tasting uh, from D R E K K E R Drecker. Would that's you say? What, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Drecker Brewing Company, ectogasm. It is a seven percent, sixty five IBU India Pale Ale. And almost, that's a pentagram on that cat's hat, uh, isn't it? Sort of. It's got a little, like, uh, I thought all the points on a pentagram were, well, pointy. But there's a round one over to the right. like. Okay, so maybe that's what they did just so they didn't. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Either that or, you know, a little bird in hell, I guess. I guess. What could possibly go wrong? Very hazy. Yes. And fruity. Super fruity. I mean, just from the just from the looks of it. Oh, Jesus. I think they crushed up a whole pineapple yeah. in here. Wow. That's, Oops, let's that's go this fr- yeah, that's fruity in a cheers. cheers. But that's got the murky look to it. Yeah. Like the like the Austin Brothers murky series. Which you happen to be sporting the Austin Brothers glass, yes, yeah, the beer company glass, and I've got the Maple Grill stainless steel version. More more IPA than tropical. I, you get a lot more right. tropical on the the smell and the the bouquet, if you will. Sure, yeah. As opposed to the taste, the taste is just like straight IPA. Yeah, classic Citra mosaic hop. Nipa hazy IPA. I'm it's yeah. good. Yeah, very good. I was on the smell though, I was expecting a lot more a lot, fruit. You know, right. like, I would agree. Yeah. yeah, still getting quite a bit of that. All right, so right out of the you are an idiot. All right. <laughs> so I just had to bring it to the attention. Sure. Because I misspoke when last week talking wrestling, I named a few names and that didn't like the wrestling. Oh. And one of them, you know, at work, the key, the two biggest words in the company are Chuck said. And now Chuck actually said this. He said, I don't have any problem against, against wrestling talk. In fact, you know, we used to talk about it years ago when I, you know, 20, 15, 20 years ago, I said I was going to try out for the WWE. And so Chuck says he doesn't mind it. So, okay. And I said he did. So I don't want to give any ill impressions, you know, sure. that, you know, yeah. so you know, people in the wrestling Sneer world, at him. yeah, look at him and say, you don't like wrestling. What a loser. So he actually doesn't mind the talk. Gotcha. Now, as far as the wrestling, go ahead and hit the, uh, Fast forward 15 seconds, Grandpa Blackhawk. Okay, so I said Roman Reigns. That's who I want to win WrestleMania. Right. 
since we came to you last Friday, I've read and heard he's the tribal chief is allegedly, of course, this could just be a, a work to get us people thinking it's going to go away, but allegedly the tribal chief of the bloodline is going to take an extended time. I mean, he's been the champ for like 970 days. So, I mean, almost three years he's been the champ. And they're talking possibly off until SummerSlam. And I don't see the WWE having a, um, you know, a ghost champion for that long a time. So I'm going to stick with my pick because I want Roman Reigns to win. And when I watch uh, WrestleMania, I'll be cheering for him. But I, I'm thinking Cody Rhodes is going to win that. The other correction, I gave a, I gave an angle on the Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and Lita match versus um, yeah. Bailey and Kyan's guy or yeah. whatever they're called, damage control. Yeah, I gave an angle on that in, about the belts, but my sister Caitlin pointed out to me that this is actually it's a three, it's a six woman t- tag match, so the tag team titles are not on the line. But I still think something's going to happen because I can't see Trish Stratus and Lita wrestling forever, if for no other right. reason. Trish Stratus's boobs are going to explode because they're so fake, and her face might just literally just crack into a million pieces because of all the plastic surgery Botox she's done. Because she actually looks like a, a mannequin. Lita does. Lita actually looks like a real person. Trish Stratus, you can tell, has had work upon work upon work upon work. Sure. And then finally, I gave my take on the Bray Wyatt Bobby Lashley match, but I don't think that's going to be a match anymore. Because Bray Wyatt has kind of went AWOL. Uh, he didn't show up for a gig at Madison Square Garden. because. So I don't know if he's suspended or hurt oh, or what. Yeah. So wonder what a no-show costs in that industry. But, but, but probably a lot with the money Vince pays him. So yeah. anyway, I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. I think Saturday night I'll be able to watch it because I don't think there are, we have any plans for Saturday night. Sunday... Other things going on, so I might have to watch the second night of WrestleMania on my Monday morning right. coffee. Fast forward through the matches, but and the WWE will put on a show as they do. Raw and SmackDown are, I think SmackDown's a two-hour show. Raw's a three-hour show. Maybe they're both three hours. Caitlin will correct me if I'm wrong. And in that three hours on Raw, if you stop watch it not including what they're doing during commercials, because obviously they're wrestling during commercials. We don't see it, but there's usually like 22 to 24 minutes of wrestling on a three hour program. The rest of it's commercials, which you got to pay the bills. So that's part of being on television. Right. And the other part is basically just building storylines and backstage promos. So it's actually more television friendly than it is. I, I don't know what goes on at the arena when there's nothing happening. So I, I don't yeah, know if they, I'd want to pay. But now WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Hell in a Cell, all those. I mean, it's just those are pay-per-views. Or yeah. Caitlin told me what they're yeah. called now because it's match after, match after match after match yeah. after match. So yeah. right. But anyway, so I'm looking forward to it. I, I've you know over the last probably since September October, I've kind of gotten into it. Yeah. And so 
I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, yeah. And, well, you know, and it sounds like uh, what they got good morning America. They've got some, they've got some of the wrestlers on good morning America leading up to, Oh, did they? Yeah, I, yeah. See, I didn't, I don't watch that, but yeah. So, I mean, when I saw that, yeah. um, the Roker, the okay. weatherman, yep. you know, he's got a commercial out right now. I think he's trying to sound like, uh, uh the macho man. No, really? I, I think right. so. I don't know. I don't know what he's, or he's just trying to sound like a wrestling announcer. I'm not sure, but he's, you know, he's, they're promoing some of those wrestlers coming on good morning America. Okay. I just glanced over the TV here at the North studio. And that's, that's the rocket in the booth. looks like he's trying to suck his gut in a little bit, make sure he looks still intimidating <laughs> on there. But, um, yeah. So anyway, what, did, what have you watched? I know you spring break. Yeah. So I caught up on a little bit of a man, uh, Disney plus Mando, the Mandalorian. Uh, it's fun. It's a total escape from anything real. I bet you the pinball game's way better. Uh, the pinball <laughs> game, yeah. For those of you that saw the Facebook page, <laughs> I posted a picture. And, um, yeah, Mike said he would never get into the Mandalorian or, or any of that kind of sci-fi nonsense. But uh, he was getting into the Mandalorian pinball game at... Yeah. Uh, Brinstone. 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 Like in yeah. Midland, yeah. And... Uh, shrinking of course i don't know how many episodes if you're through the latest one or not the latest one is 10 and i've held off almost as if just getting nervous at the end because it's only 11 episodes right so to i think of amazon amazon prime members can see it sometime tonight even though it's not out till tomorrow but the season finale is tomorrow okay and it's almost it's been such a wonderful series that i don't want to see it in so it, it, it is i will tell you without a spoiler it is working its way into a crescendo because I, I, we were debating on which episode was our best episode this that and the other thing and i think this last episode right. is probably the best and then it'll be interesting to see how they end it and sometimes you know seasons are I want it to come back, but you almost yeah, like like Seinfeld. I think Seinfeld ended. A lot of people don't like the way that show ended. I actually did like it. You know, right. they got in, arrested in a small town for not helping somebody who was being made fun or being robbed, and then made and they were just making fun of them while they're being robbed. And then they brought all the people back to testify that wronged them. Yeah, and. And they they kind of left it home. I mean, they were only in prison for a year or whatever it was, or seven years or whatever. I can't remember the specifics, but that's neither here nor there. And then, uh, you know, obviously it's open-ended if they ever decide. I mean, obviously this many years later, it doesn't look like they're going right. to get back together. But I, some people didn't like the way it ended. I actually did like it. So, but at the time they ended it, it was still way riding a wave oh, on top. Yeah. And then they got out. Right. So I'm hope you know I'm I do want a season two of shrinking, but you know it's got to be as good as season one because if it gets stupid, right? Oh then... yeah, I can see a season two. <laughs> It'd be hard for them to come up with any different type of storylines, really. Yeah. I would think in a third season. So I don't know, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, this last one, episode ten, okay. very very good, and Derek's okay. got. I I think it's hands down one of his best lines yet right. way better than the whole what do you want to do fuck that tree yeah. eh, i think that's illegal yeah please tell me that's the only thing not keeping you from that uh, so 
but yeah, so that's, uh, yeah. yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. What well, Liz and I will probably, probably Sunday morning over my coffee. Mm-hmm. She doesn't drink coffee. And then we'll probably go 10 and 11. And I'll probably get all teary eyed because the season's over. So, yeah. And then Lasso is on what episode? Because I'm about ready to get. Three. All right. I'm Three? about ready to start that so I can speedball yeah. through a couple and of them. And that actually, like I said, first episode, eh, it's like clunky. It almost looks like they're work, they're working hard to get back into it. Yeah, it's like an exhibition game. Yeah. And then second episode, better. Third episode, it's, it's back. It's, okay. it's, it's as good as any Ted Lasso. So episode four is tomorrow. I, I or no. It, or was they release no, on Wednesday? They do. They, they release Wednesday. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So episode three was last night. Yeah. So, all right. What else? Mandalorian shrinking. Ted Lasso. Uh, Shelly got us going on a show. It's actually crap. Now it's not on my notes. CBS, ABC. It's not NBC. I don't think it's called the Company You Keep. Uh, and it's a con artist and a CIA agent kind of fall for each other, but. Because of their line of work, they're not telling each other. They're having to kind of keep their what they do during the day a secret. What's that on? Shit. It's it, right. the regular network. Oh, okay. So we were watching it on Spectrum On Demand. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, I enjoyed it. First couple episodes, pretty good. Uh, you can see where eventually it's going to come together to get to be a problem because... She's investigating some of the same people that he's trying yeah. to avoid. Um, and I won't go any further on that, but um, character development's pretty good. The storyline's pretty good. There's some exciting scenes. I like the, he, you know, he and his family are con artists. So if you like those kind of Ocean's Eleven yeah. type, okay, uh, you know yeah. what I mean, scenes and stuff like yeah. that, then, you know, you'll like this. All right. Yeah. But then, uh, and then Shelly, her go-to, I'm telling you, Chicago PD. I know a oh, lot of people. Yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah, that's, again, regular network yeah. stuff. But it's it's funny, though. It's not funny. It's funny, but it's not funny in the sense that with all of the, the police violence, police abuse, those kind of things, uh, the main character, uh, the head of this special elite squad in Chicago that's, you know, they go after... Uh, it's almost like law and order. You know, they have this special victims unit. Well, this is a special Chicago unit that goes after particularly heinous crimes and, or heinous people, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, Hank Voigt, the sergeant of this team or whatever, when they get one of these supposed bad people in custody, they've got a special cage down in the basement and he just beats the absolute fucking tar out of them to get the answer. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, and some guy will like, you know, look at him and go, you know, what are people going to think, you know, my face and I'm, I'm losing a lot of blood. He's a, you know, and Hank will stand over him with his foot on his throat going, you know, well, I'm thinking you resisted arrest. As a matter of fact, I'm, as a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure you went for my gun and he'll pull his gun out of his pocket and shove it in his mouth. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> I do like, I do believe that's a violation of my constitutional rights. <laughs> so it's you know I I scratch my head on that show once in a while too because it's it's network TV. Right. Uh but somehow it's okay. 
I suppose, because it's a pretty long standing and yes. the, the whole Chicago series is Chicago Med, Chicago PD, and Chicago Fire. Right. You know? And then when all three of them are on on the same Wednesday, she's like, uh-huh. it's a full send. <laughs> it's a full send. So I'm not making fun of her. She gets excited. She really likes the show. And I actually. Now, do you watch it on like a streaming service? With, or do you, does she literally just. Well, like last night, we, we literally turned it on because it was on on Wednesdays. Oh, all right. And, but she's also, she's gone back to try to get the backstory of some of these people. She went on, on demand. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, but it's it's all good and fun, and we, so we watched all three last night, and they were all pretty good. I enjoyed them, and I enjoyed them. I enjoyed watching it with her. There you go. Yeah, that's even that's, a that's the best part. Um, that it. Yeah, what did you watch? Uh, up to date on Hello Tomorrow. Again, it's Liz's least favorite of the ones we're watching, but again, Billy Crudup is excellent. Yeah, and it, it's cheesy premise, but it's a good premise. Right. But, you know, anyway, that's enjoyable. And then episode 171 of Flights Football and Anything Else, Liz and I were, that, which was last Friday, Liz and I were through episode two, season two. As of this pod, 172, we're through three seasons. So banged out oh, eight, wow. 18 in less than a week. Holy shit. I of mean, what show? Servant. Okay. On Apple TV, yeah, and there and the four, the fourth season ended uh, around St. Patrick's Day. What's the premise of that again? What's the, what's the plot? Husband and wife had a baby, and the baby died, so they gave her a, a doll to kind of co- the the mental aspect of it. They bring a servant in, and the servant changes. Basically, well, you're led to believe at first that she changes the doll into a real baby, and then the mother becomes attached to the real baby, and hijinks ensue, if you will. So the she doesn't have supernatural powers, but she's not normal either. Okay. She's not 100% good, but she's not evil either. Right. And it's a drama slash thrill. I mean, it's along the lines, you know, and again, like I said, the last episode or two episodes ago, or both episodes, uh, M Night Sh- Shyamalan. Shyamalan. And if you if you saw the movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Mel Gibson, uh, where he's there's glasses of water all over. Oh the, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's a and the aliens. Quit. Yeah, what yeah. is the fucking name of that movie? Shit, I don't know. The aliens come because every once in a while yeah. they just take a bunch of humans. Yeah. Yeah, and then everything's led up to it. It's like, you know, he's always got the bat with them and, you know, swing for the fences or whatever. So it has that it was. premonition. Yeah, and then, the, and then all the water are set there because what destroys that. And sorry about the spoiler alert to that movie, but number one, A, I didn't even give you the name of it. Number two, the movie's 20-plus years old, so if you haven't seen it now, that's your fault on the spoiler. But so it's that type of setup. You don't, like, you think it's going this way, but then... There are enough witty like one-liners, okay, that it um that just make you laugh, and it's not it's definitely not a comedy, right? But some of the lines that are sure. said just makes you laugh, and it's and again it's an easy watch. The episodes are like twenty eight to thirty four minutes, oh, so that's how gotcha. we that's how we've ripped eighteen off in gotcha. the last week, yeah. and then obviously like I said we already talked shrinking, and then the other thing it's on Prime. 
It's on Freebie through Prime. The only thing bad about Freebie is it's commercials, but it's free. And I'd have to, I'll have to, between now and episode 173, I'll have to look the name of it because I'm going to have to rewatch it because Liz and I started watching it either Tuesday night or Wednesday night. We fell asleep. So, but it's about Kurt, the Kurt Cobain story. And it's told by uh, Courtney Love's private investigator that oh. she hired. And he actually, and his theory is because it, it comes with a, not a warning, but like words before the show starts. It says, you know, Courtney Love doesn't, you know, support this, blah, 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 blah. I was her. So even her, a private investigator, and he's like, because you lead it. And that's the, that side of the story. Okay. Now, obviously, the report was Kurt Cobain killed himself, allegedly. But watching the first 32 minutes of this 90 minutes told through the eyes of her private investigator, I'm even more so to throw that allegedly. Because he's like she, like, she told him like two days before he was dead, hey, go get this because Kurt is trying to do this, this, and this. And he uh-huh. goes in there and he's like, that's not that wasn't there but you're telling me that note that he wrote you is not there because supposedly there was a suicide note mm-hmm. from kurt to courtney and her her private investigators say well i don't know what you're talking about but we yeah. we looked through the apartment and it wasn't there <laughs> yeah it was under the mat yeah we took the mattress up yeah all we found was like some pills that you know muscle relax whatever they were sure yeah they were right next to that and he said i'm telling you that we were there and there was no note and then so then that's why he's led to believe so sure i'm gonna have to rewatch that without falling asleep i'm assuming she fired him upon all this disagreement well yeah i got and she doesn't (laughs) support the story so but i've stood on this pod allegedly forever so finally last monday uh doing payroll drinking my coffee finally got around to espn 30 for 30 and I got a couple of stories here, or a couple of points I'm making on this. What did you watch? If you have ESPN Plus, and I don't care if you like the sport or don't like the sport, the 30 for 30, the bullies of Baltimore, the old Siskel and Ebert, double thumbs up. I don't know what it is about these ESPN 30 for 30s. It could be about a tiddlywink, transvestite, alcoholic meth head, and they make the story interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and although you know yeah. you, you know me i'm an nfl junkie so that's not the case in this one but uh-huh. what i found funny on it was that it almost like they still remember that one probably maybe 10 pods ago on what we've watched it was a i said it was a beastie boy thing mm-hmm. and the two of the the remaining two beastie boys were up on a stage and they were just kind of like telling a story uh-huh. there were like 12 of the ravens this is in June of 22. They were in a, at a symphony hall, symphony hall in Baltimore. Brian Billick, the head coach, Tony Saragusa, Ray Allen, Trent Dilfer, uh, Jamal Lewis, and maybe five or six others. And, you know, they're, they take a couple questions from the audience, and then they got the big monitor there, and they show X interviews of that season, whatever, whatever. And I forgot how good their defense was. For my money, the 1985 Chicago Bears, 
is and always will be the greatest defense, single season defense of all time. Having been reminded with Bullies of Baltimore, if you were going to say, Mike, I think the 2000 Ravens defense was better than the 85 Bears, I would say, Dave, I disagree with you, but I'm not going to argue. It, right. I mean, that, yeah. it's, I mean, it's a legit argument. It's like, hey, if, if, you're gonna, if you think, I said, you know. Right. And then the second point, of the, the what just rips at your heart there, that thing that at, on Symphony Hall in Baltimore, June of 2022, Tony Saragusa, oh, although yeah, a little bit right. overweight, sure, he was d- way under his playing weight, didn't look, you know, wasn't all feeble and, you know, wheelchair sure. bound and like uh, drooling on himself. He was cracking jokes, looking. To, you know, hugging people, telling they loved them, getting on. All right, come on, we got to go. I got to get eat, get something to eat, brother. Yeah. July of twenty two, dead, fifty five years old. Yep. So, but yeah, so that another thirty for thirty just blows the doors out of it. Yeah, so I'll have to you, catch that yeah, one. Even if you're not a football fan, watch it because the ESPN thirty for thirties and ESPN films. I've never quite distinguished what's the difference between an ESPN film, yeah, and an ESPN thirty for thirty. The easy answer is, well, Mike, there's 30 films by 30 different directors, but at this point, there are way more than 30, 30 for 30s. So what's the difference between a film and a 30 for 30? I think part of their formula in the 30 for 30s is they humanize it all. They take the entertainment glitz and they, they, they make everybody in the story human. And then they connect all of the humanistic aspects of it to, you know, to like, how did all this yeah. happen? You know what I mean? I think that's so everybody can relate. Okay. Does, if that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, I heard it too. Yeah, and nobody's phone is near anything. So no. anyway, I think it's time to rate uh, ectogasm, don't you, Dave? I do. You're up. All right. Actually, no complaints. Not going to say it is going to rank as a goat by any stretch, but thoroughly enjoyable 3.75. All right. For all the same reasons that you just mentioned, I don't have anything different because we kind of, we agreed on the initial tasting and the notes, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I had mine at 3.80. All right. Really good. Really good. Nipa hazy. And a rarity at the North studio Typically, the host does the untapped rating, oh. but I was doing other things. Yeah, and you did the untapped rating. So, how did we compare to untapped? All right. So, getting into that with twenty-seven point five thousand check-ins, four point zero nine. All right, and that's a real good. I mean, that's a fantastic sample size. So you can't say that the the guys at the bar. You know, yeah. tip the oh, scale yeah, on that 20, rating. Yeah. Which is, I, I've never heard of Drecker Brewing Company. It's in Fargo, Fargo, North Dakota. I don't think there's 27,000 people in the state of North Dakota. So <laughs> that, that beer must get out and about. Had to have. Well, for any of you out there that are looking to get out and about, if you're looking for a delicious meal grilled over an open wood fire, with a microbrewery with 18 taps of craft beer and cider deliciousness, look no further. Go to the Maple Grill. It's at 13105 Gratiot Road in Hemlock. 
But first, before you go, look at the website and see what they've got on the menu and on tap. That's at themaplegrill.net. Themaplegrill, G-R-I-L-L-E.net. Well, Mike, what do we got on tap here at the South North Studio? I almost said South Studio, my bad. And tell, the, tell Lynn and the Maple Grill that Mike and Dave from Flights Football and anything else sent you that way. Thank you. Yes. Second tasting of episode 172 comes courtesy of the big dog of Spilling the Nachos. A couple of weeks ago, he gave me two. Uh, one was Penn Hopper or Big Hopper, whatever it right. was. But we had already done that at like episode 13 of the pod. Yeah. So I just pre-potted with those. And the second one I've had for a couple of weeks and finally broke it out. It is a porter brewed with coffee beans. It's Porterhouse Coffee Porter. I'm sorry, Old Porterhouse Coffee Porter from Middle Coast Brewing in uh, Traverse City, Michigan. Yeah. Thanks, Nate. Yeah. Thanks, Nate. It's 5%, 23 IBUs. His take on it, he said he liked it, but... If I remember correctly, he said that there uh, wasn't really a lot of coffee flavor to it. So, hmm. And the boys at Spilling the Nachos just released today, in fact, episode 93 of Spilling the Nachos. So give them a listen. Yeah, absolutely. Getting towards that century mark. It'll be the proudest moment of their lives when they hit the <laughs> century mark. Indeed. I think it was for us. Yes, it was. All right. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. Drinking out of the flight football or anything else glass. Now I'm getting like the last one. I'm getting, yeah, there you go. I'm getting some good coffee notes. Yes. But oh, for sure. Like the last one, we got very fruity, pineapple-y notes off of that, but it didn't hit the palate like we thought it smelled. Some. It's there. Yeah. Uh, it's not overpowering. Like I'm drinking a cup of coffee with some. Actually, and I don't even know it. if it said cocoa, coconut in it, did it? You're tasting coconut. Yeah, no, not coconut. Cocoa, I meant. Oh, <laughs> like chocolate. Okay. Porter brewed with coffee beans. I'm just getting the porter taste to it. Like yeah, he's right. Like you said, there's a hint. Yeah. Of coffee, but not overpowering. But very easily drinkable at five percent. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, it's it's not nasty by any stretch no this would be a good coffee porter in the middle of summer sitting on that front patio deck they've got it there at middle coast yes all right so well second segment we got a lot of sports to discuss here as usual we started off with the ov watch at last look tonight he had not had a goal and since episodes 171 the caps have played two games lost two games on the 25th, they lost 4-3 to three to the Penguins, and Ovi scored a goal, which was five straight games that he had at least one goal. Nice. And then last night, they lost 2-1 to one in the shootout to the Islanders. He did not score. So since our last pod, including tonight, uh, the Caps were down 2-1 to one in the second period. He didn't score the goal. Through tonight, he's had one goal since episode 71, 42 on the season. 822 for his career, which puts him 72 to tie, 73 to be the leader. Right. So I think there's like six games left. He's probably going to get to 68. 
he scores 50 next year, but 50 at a, at a 38 year old <clears throat> yeah. is an ask. And I don't know if you read anything. And I think I've asked this question before. Is he liked on the team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a well-liked guy, right? And I think he's actually liked throughout the league. Yeah. He's not. Can his teammates step up though? Or his teammates going to, you know what I mean? Cause there's some things, I mean, he's, he's got to put, the stick on the puck and get it in the goal, obviously, but there's some things his teammates can do to help this guy. Right. I would think. Right. You got it. Look at, there's an Aussie commercial. I'll have to, I'll That's the one I was telling okay. you about. Uh, yes. That's a Super Bowl commercial. Okay. I, I did see that on Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so what year are we in right yeah. now? 22, 23. So next year would be 23-24. If he gets 50 goals, he'll be about 20 off the pace. So we're looking at 24-25. And then if you at his age, I mean, yeah, I think everybody I think everybody thinks it's a foregone conclusion and if you put a gun to my head and said, "Hey Mike, everything in your checking account, you have to bet yes or no." Under those situations, I'm going to say, "Okay, he's going to beat it." Okay. But yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. We'll see, though. Yeah. I just can't. I I still can't help but <laughs> the listeners were like, "God dang! If a squirrel runs through the North Studio, all hell's gonna break loose." Mike and Dave probably won't get be able to get their shit back together and no. do the show. Well, no, you know that's what the, that's the only that's the drawback to having you know the television. Line. But we got to, you know, when we're yeah. Is highly sought after. We got to yeah. be on top of this, that, yeah. and the other. Because not only sport, I mean, it's flights, football, uh, and anything else. And, so anything a, else. That's a lot of pressure that is. to keep track of shit. And that was the Super Bowl commercial where um, uh, the lead singer from Kiss. Paul Stanley. Thank you. He's like, man, quit telling your coworkers they're rock stars. Because <laughs> they're not anything like rock stars. Um, all right. So then next we have the old March Madness. And I told this story, I guess, should we backtrack and tell the listeners why we went to Thursday night's recording? Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. We want, I wanted to plug that anyway. So we went to Thursday nights because I've been the last couple of weeks, I've actually went doing a YouTube with Mike Klein on KBZ. That's kangaroo Bravo zebra. And that's not the name of the show, by no, the way. No, no, it's Kegs, Barrels, and the Buzz, KBZ. And the reason you, everybody says, well, shouldn't it be KBB? There was already a KBB. So we had to go to fucking Plan B. So sh- get off my case, motherfucker. Well, I like the Buzz anyway. Yeah, I do too. People are going to say, hey, I got, hey, whoa, it's Sunday night. I got to go watch the Buzz. Right. Yeah. And, and there's, it, again, like flights, football, and anything else, it's a double entendre. Because kegs, I'm a beer drinker. Barrels, Mike's bourbon. You drink enough kegs and barrels, you're going to be buzzed. Or we talk about shit, you know, which is considered like the buzz. Hey, did you hear the buzz about this, that, or the other? So anyway. Yeah. And Dave was accommodating enough to, I said to Dave, I said, yeah, I definitely want to continue flight football and anything else since I'm asking you to change because- out of 172 episodes, I'm going to say conservatively 150 have been done on Sunday nights. Yes. I'm Easily. 
even remotely if we, yeah. if we were right. you know during the pandemic right. and if one of us is out of town I and think, we're doing it I via think like Zoom. the first 10 I think some of them were on Saturday nights but we decided yeah. you know that that was our night we went out with friends and spouses and whatnot so then we moved it to Sunday night so and I told Dave I said pick a night whatever time works for you I'll make it work for me because the streaming hours you to get people you got to get a consistent time and so we've been doing that Sunday at eight o'clock live streaming. You, you could follow it on YouTube and whatever. So on that stream last week, just to show you I, I, what I said to the people that were watching and to Mike, I said, as much sports as I watch and as much attention as I pay to it, you certainly would think I would fucking know a little bit more than I do. Here's a perfect example. At work, we did a pool. So for those of you who watched the stream last week, I'm going to repeat myself so you can kind of zone out for two minutes. Going into the Sweet 16 at work, I got 16 people together and said, hey, it's a random draw. And like right away, random draw for 50 bucks. A lot of people might be apprehensive because that's, yeah. hey, I have no control over that. Right. So I had to sweeten and If I get it, a team like yeah. FAU, I mean, yeah. what the hell am I going to do? Exactly. Shit, it's all over. Exactly. So I says, <laughs> I said, this is the way we're going to do it. Yeah. 50 bucks, 16 people's 800 bucks. If your team wins Thursday or Friday, you get 25 bucks. So that means eight people are going to get at least half their money back and eight people are out 50 bucks. If your team won last Saturday, Sunday, you get an additional $50. So now we're talking four people make $25, four people lost $25, and then the eight, obviously, so now in the final four, if you win Saturday, you get another hundred bucks. And then if your team wins the championship, you get 200. So that's 200, 200, 200, 200, 200 times four is 800 bucks. Going into the, before the draw, I told the guy at one at work, I said, the two teams you don't want are Florida Atlantic and UConn. And he said, well, what about Princeton? I said, okay, well, Princeton's not going to win the tournament. But Princeton's first game is against Creighton. That game really could go either way. So at least you have a chance to get half your money back with Princeton or Creighton. Yeah, you don't want Princeton or Creighton to win it all, but Princeton or Creighton have a pretty good shot. I said Florida Atlantic's going to get beat in their first game because they somehow dodged Purdue because Fairleigh Dickinson beat Purdue. And I honestly think Arkansas is going to beat UConn, so they're going to be out. So those are the two teams you don't want because you don't have any chance of even getting half your money back. Hmm. Well, how how those picks work out for me, Dave? <laughs> uh, since the final four on Saturday is Florida Atlantic, San Diego State, and Miami, Florida, UConn. I think you're still scraping mud out of your eye and picking crow feathers out of your teeth. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's like, <laughs> but you know what? And I went last out of the draw because all we did was I I put. On 16 almost identical size pieces of paper, folded them once and then a second time, put them in a hat, and I just went last because I didn't want anybody to say, oh, he knew he knew Alabama was folded over that way. So I went last. Yeah. What was the last team remaining? UConn. Yes, sir. So <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm an idiot. I'm happy for UConn. Um, both games, I don't know how to pick it. So anyway, the only reason we went, I went the KBZ route is yeah. because for our normal Monday listeners, this will be released on Thursday night, 
you know, so it's available tomorrow. Yeah. And for most of the, our hardcore listeners are Monday morning listeners. If you want to save it till Monday morning, that's fine. But I did, I just thought there was some disclosure because you'd be thinking, well, wait a second. They record on Sunday. Why would he just talk about the final four games? The final four games were played Saturday night. He should know who won those games. So that's why we don't know who won those games. So moving forward, we will be recording Thursday evening. With the Thursday night slash Friday morning. And then we'll go from there. So I really don't even know what to say. I I mean. Yeah, I've got UConn UConn beating Miami. I just think UConn's on a tear. And also Coach Danny uh, Hurley, right? It's Hurley, right? Who, who's he coach? UConn. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. Uh, did you hear what his wife told the New York? Is it the New York Post? I think it was the New York Post. Yeah. No, so his wife, for some reason, thought it would be a good idea to tell. That's them, not the old Duke point guard, is it? Uh, I think it's. Uh, is it Danny Hurley or the old Duke yeah, point guard is Bobby Hurley? Bobby Hurley. So it's a, either a brother or a cousin. I think. Okay. I don't know. All right. Anyway, go ahead. I don't know for sure. It'll be a corrections corner if I'm completely off base here. But anyway, what I'm not off base about is his wife thought it would be a good idea to tell the New York Post that he's been wearing the same uh, dragon underwear for all four wins during the tournament. And apparently she was quoted as saying they're like underoos for adults. All right. So there's fire-breathing dragon underwear that he's wearing. That seemed to be now, of course, every athlete. I mean, that's that's not an unknown thing. I mean, it's like athletes have their superstitions, right? You know, whatever they do. And apparently these fire breathing dragon underwear that he's coach Hurley is wearing is what's doing it for UConn. So, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Now you can't fuck with a streak now. Yeah. I, I just think, you know, when you get into the tournament, you look at the teams that have the chemistry you have. They've got the ball rolling. You know, they got something going on. And not that Miami doesn't. I just, I like UConn over Miami. And then San Diego State, I think the air is going to come out of Florida Atlantic's tires. I think San Diego State, like I said, earlier in the year, again, could be a corrections corner. But at one point, I thought they were top three at least. And then they lost a bunch of games. Something happened. You know, they kind of lost their way. Their chemistry fizzled or something. And then they got their shit back together during the tournament. Of course, and and the only the only thing I can say about Florida Atlantic though is I mean they got like thirty three wins now I mean right they I mean they they're winner I don't know so but I've but like but, I say I've been wrong about the entire tournament yeah. so I'll just have you seen San Diego State's defense No I have not seen it's impressive it. I mean it's 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 legit so I'm probably going to put a small bet on Miami just to kind of hedge the additional hundred I could win with Kentucky, with yeah. UConn winning so right. But, uh, but, but yeah, defense wins championships. So I'm going to go San Diego state versus FAU versus UConn because San Diego state. I thought they were going against FAU. No. Yeah. That's who they're going. You can't take them to face them. They are facing them. You're right about that. Who's going to win it. No, that's when I say I take, I'm going to take, or I'm going to pick. All right. I'm going to pick San Diego state. So you got UConn over Miami, San Diego state or Florida Atlantic. Correct. I'm at risk of jinxing myself. I'm going to say I've got UConn and I'm taking Florida Atlantic. 
Oh, so, all right. so we're we're in different. We differ on that game. Sure, sure. All right, so on to Major League Baseball opening day today. Mm-hmm. Um, I was busting. I was chirping to fish. Uh, you know, I with my proverbial opening day, give up on the socks already. Um, they made a little comeback. I, they made a comeback, and I'm not. I haven't officially gave up on them. But number one, when you, it's the first day, you get. I I have an eye for these things. I I I, I give them the once over. I said this team isn't World Series material. But th- what really scares me is why Corey Kluber is your opening day starter. That must mean Chris Sale's not healthy enough. And if Chris Maybe. Sale's not healthy enough, there's no way they can win. And they got beat 10 to 9. It was 10 to 7. So they scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth to make it close. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. They allowed nine fucking walks, at least one hit batter. And sure, um, sure uh, Vaughn wasn't on the mound. <laughs> no, and it was. And <laughs> the wild thing? The stolen bases, because you can only throw over twice now. And, the, and I, I think. It was my next-door neighbor across the street who's like a 75-year-old minimum lady, woman. I think she's the Red Sox starting catcher because the Orioles ran and they ran and they ran and they ran. And it was like, guys, you know there's a guy on second, right? I know you can only throw over twice, but you got to at least kind of look. I mean, you can step off. You don't have to give them second base. Right. It was literally like Little League when like one team is that much better than the other, and as right. soon as a pitcher goes like that, away he goes. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's going to be like soccer. Soccer, for the longest time, they were trying to figure out how to get uh, fans in the stands. Now, in Europe, it's a different kind of a deal. But here in the States, I know for a while, yeah. how can we get more scoring? More scoring... More goals is going to get more people in the stands, kind of like the the basketball formula, right? right? And with the baseball stuff, I think that's how they're going to try to get more fans in the stands is if it's a little more exciting because if people aren't scoring, if people aren't getting around the bases, you know, $12 beers is only going to last so long. Right. Well, actually, I think in baseball, they're they're more concerned with pace of play than scoring, but. Well, that kind of, I sort of goes, right. goes along with what I'm talking about indirectly. And like Grandel that. just hit a home run in the eighth to tie this Astro game up. The Astro scored at the bottom of the seventh. White Sox just scored to tie it one to one. And the Rays, the Twins, the Yanks, and the Cubs all are still on pace to pull a 1973 Arthur Hill High School football team. Undefeated. And go undefeated, unscored upon. <laughs> you know, yeah. they got 161 more to go, but right now those four teams are on pace to do it. Are you telling me the Tigers didn't score? Nope, they got beat four to nothing. That was that was sarcastic. Yeah, and the Yanks um, shut the Giants out, the Cubs shut the Brewers out, and the Twins shut whoever they were playing. I, the Tigers got shut out by the Rays. I don't know who the Twins got shut out by. Twins, Twins, Kansas City. No, Minnesota shut out the Kansas City. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now one last final sports item that we want to cover. I've got one small one after you get done with that. All right. Well, you're looking at go. You go with yours. You got to look something up. All right. So I just want everybody. I know the Masters isn't until it doesn't start until the 6th. 
But I want everybody to just kind of peek at what's going to happen, the drama that's going to unfold between all the live players that are going to be coming in to Augusta, Georgia to play. And there might be nothing. I have no idea. I know that a couple articles that I read said uh, starting probably two months ago, you know, Phil Mickelson was kind of changing his dialogue, changing his tune, changing the way he felt about, you know, the PGA and part of it had to do with the PGA changing some of the stuff that they were doing. A couple of, uh, interviewers were asking Phil like, Hey, do you feel kind of good about yourself? Cause some of the things that you've been, and they didn't say the word bitching, but some of the things you've been bitching about for the last five to 10 years about the PGA and the reason why you left for the live, some of those things are starting to come to fruition. They're making more money, more, more people are having more opportunities in the PGA. You know, is this a, well, and he just starts getting all plain vanilla and just kind of being general about it. And part of it, you know, non-confrontational. I don't know if part of it is he wants kind of a seamless transition when he walks into the, the master's dinner with all the former master's champions. I don't know if he wants that to be kind of not so awkward. I don't know if he wants to like make sure that he, when he looks down at his plate that, you know, somebody hasn't stuck their finger in their nether region and into the, into his mashed potatoes or something like that. I don't know. So for episode 173, the first round will be will have been played, right? Because it's correct. It starts a yeah, week Thursday. From the, the par three is a week from yesterday. Correct. But that has nothing to do with the, the no. Masters. That's just, no, it's just fun. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. And then the ter- the Masters starts a week from today. Correct. Yeah, so. so they'll have, they'll have finished the first round when we record next Thursday. All right. I'm going Tony Finau. I would love for Tony Finau to be on. You know, to to at least be in the. I'd love for him to win it. I think it's going to be a John Rahm. Uh, I think it's going to be a Spieth. I think those guys. I was going to say Rahm, but I went Fino instead. Yeah. So. Yeah. He's a good guy. So that that was my whole thing. And then the if anybody wants to, um, occasional listener Dave Adams. He was, a, he was a loyal listener for a little bit. He Then he went to Phoenix for four weeks during the winter. Went to Phoenix, Arizona, Arizona all the way to Tacoma, Philadelphia, Atlanta, L.A. See, I can sing, I, <laughs> but I just, who is that? I have no idea. What's the name of the song? I don't know. So the, uh, the Kelsey podcast. Steve Miller Band. Yeah. Keep on rocking me. Rocking me, baby. <laughs> Mike's starting to feel it. Uh, the Kelsey podcast, the Kelsey brothers. I listen, Yeah. Did you see the one where Travis is trying to name? There's a picture when they have the coaches. They had the coaches meeting, the owners and coaches meeting, I think, or something. They had all the coaches from all the oh. NFL teams stand and take a picture, right? And Travis couldn't name and, them? No, not even. Cl- His brother's like, yeah, can you name all of them? Because he's like, oh, yeah, I can name all of them. No problem. Yeah, just, yeah, no, I. That won't be a problem whatsoever. So he puts a picture up there and his, his brother's like, uh, first guy, first guy in line. He's like, yeah, I've got no fucking idea who that guy is. <laughs> and how now do you, these are all the head coaches. No, I know, yeah. but you said you saw it. So do you watch their, it was YouTube? on Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Okay. Yeah, Cause somebody put I've it actually on Twitter. Listened to the, Nick, my youngest son, Nick has got, and I actually, Brian Adams said he listens to it and 
you know, damn us for not being fucking NFL players because th- their pod's good. I'm not. I'm not saying our pod is better sure. than theirs, but sure. I tell you right now, I think tr- in any given episode, Travis's ums ums oh, ums yeah. more than you and I ever have for sure. <laughs> You yes, know, yes. maybe in all of our episodes combined, yes. but and actually, uh, Jason is actually a dry. Travis is a cool, funny. Jason's Jason got a great actually, voice. Jason is a dry humor. Yeah, dry and, humor, but a good radio voice. He could be a he yeah. could be a broadcaster someday yes. for sure. And then I do want to color comment. I do want because I guess the the American Girl Saturday Night Live skit that Travis did when he hosted Saturday Night Live is absolutely amazing. So I have to, I'll have to go on YouTube and Google American girl, uh, on Saturday night live. Cause it apparently was a, an amazing skit. It's a petty. It's like no, the no, American the, girl, the American, like the song. The, no, the American girl, girl doll. Yeah. Oh, okay. And right. so that's a, he played a doll. Oh, you know, he was dressed up as an American girl doll. And then that, so everybody oh in the God. skit is an American girl. doll, <laughs> and, and apparently it's priceless. So, right. um, all right, so we're going to finish sports. I don't know if I've ever. I'm sure at one time or another we must have touched on it in some way, shape, or form, but I'm going to mention uh, Ontario Hockey League playoffs started tonight. The Saginaw Spirit are the four seed. The Flint Firebirds are the five seed. Game one was in Saginaw tonight, and that last update Grandpa Blackhawk provided Flint got on the board in the first minute to take a one nothing lead, and since then Saginaw has ripped off six straight <laughs> for a six one lead in game one. Wow! But on to bigger issues. Yeah. Today is Thursday, as we've mentioned. I want to say it was th- Tuesday of this week. Saginaw, the Saginaw Spirit, were awarded the Memorial Cup in twenty twenty four. I've lived in Saginaw, because this is still Saginaw, right? I mean, it's... Yeah. Yes, yes. We have a Saginaw address. Yeah. Sure. And, you know, civic pride and, you know, support your alma mater and, you know, love where you're from and, you know, yeah. to go on a bigger scope, I'm proud to be an American and all that stuff. And I'm to that, I'm a little bit like that. I'm not all in like that. But I'm a little baffled as to how Saginaw was awarded the Memorial Cup. And for the listeners out there who aren't sure what the Memorial Cup is, around Memorial Day, each year, the champions of the three major junior hockey league teams, uh, junior hockey league leagues, the Western Hockey League, the Ontario Hockey League, which is where Saginaw plays, and the Quebec Major Junior Team. The three of those, the three champions and the whole city play a round robin. Now, I would imagine, I don't think it's always four because, like, okay, let's say Saginaw wins the Ontario Hockey League next year. Right. Because the whole city automatically gets in because the whole city is going to provide the majority of the fans because how many people are going to come from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan to see a round-robin tournament? Right. So I think it's either a three- or four-team round-robin 
depending on if the whole city did or didn't win. So Saginaw will be in the Memorial Cup yeah. of 2024. Sure. And then the, the Western Hockey League champion and the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League champion and then the Ontario Hockey League champion, assuming it's not the spirit. And I'm looking at that, and again, getting back to the civic pride, it's like, what in the world would qualify Saginaw to win that bid? I have an answer. Yes. Go ahead. Give your answer. All of the seemingly pointless hotels that they've built out on Titavuasi Road, like four or five of right. them. And like I, when they went up, I'm like, these are beautiful. Who thought, who looked at the demographics within those companies and said, hey, you know, we can make some money right. if we put some hotels in, you know, even though they're like right on top of each other. I, I right. don't, what, what comes, how much stuff do we have here in Saginaw that's going to necessitate four or five or six? All right. So now wait a second. You answered the question, where will these people stay? Okay, there's plenty of places to stay. Well, that's what I'm saying. But if you can't but host what, an event, if there's nowhere for right, people but, to stay. But what, what's, and like Grandpa Blackhawk said, he thinks in what he's heard, because he's on the spirit chat room and everything, it's going to be heavily Frankenmuth because it's actually advertised as the Great Lakes Bay region is how they sold Saginaw getting the Memorial Cup. Right. So you could go to Frankenmuth and, I personally think Frankenmuth is, is other than Bronner's. I, I do like going to Bronner's. Yeah, what does Frankenmuth have to do with this? They're in the Great Lakes Bay region, and there's plenty of stuff to walk around and do in the summer. Well, Bay City, too. I mean, as far as like they, they've really built up the other the side downtown, of the river. So everybody's good. I don't know. Uh, and again, a lot of bars. And I'm not arguing. They're hockey players, oh, yeah, man. We, oh, yeah, we have bars. There's bars. There's a well, lot of bars these in are, Bay the City. The hockey players are 16 to 20. So <laughs> but their not, parents and all the anyway, fans. So I was kind of curious, and I, you know, Googled. Yeah. I said, what what qualifies a team to win to, to win the bid of the Memorial Cup? All right, so, and if you go in, and this is Yahoo, so this isn't just Joe Schmo on the internet. This is a Yahoo Sports answer to my Google search. The first one is a competitive team. Check. Well. Sort of. I mean, yeah. yeah. Start your check, but don't finish it, because they're the four seed in their conference this year, and this is one of the better years they've had. True. In the 22, 23 years, or how many ever years they've been, I, the, the seven years I was in the, a season ticket holder, I think they had they won one playoff game. Right. First year, 10 wins. Second year, 11 wins. Third year, 14 wins. So a competitive team. And I, yes, I understand that they didn't give us the bid based on something that happened 18 years ago. I get that. But to say they're a competitive team... They don't really win that many playoff games. Okay, so. Right. And here's the, the one that is the kicker to me. State-of-the-art facility. What? <laughs> okay, well, you know, my late mother worked from 1976, approximately, until 2023 when she passed away in the building. So, math guy here, wow. 24, 
47 years she was there. Right. So the place is always going to be near and dear to me because I would hang out there after the games, waiting for my mom to finish up counting all the money in the stands, yeah. yada, yada, yada. The and way you leave. just said that, just the hair on the back yeah. of my neck just went up. Yeah. So the place is always, you know, the Windler Arena, that's not what it's called anymore, but the Windler Arena is always going to have a special place. I don't know if a special place in my heart warrants a Memorial Cup bid, though, because it's not a state-of-the-art fucking facility. Okay, so now we've got competitive team. Uh, maybe. State-of-the-art facility. Uh, no. And then the other one was community support and financial guarantee. They don't draw particularly well. In fact, Larry Sp- Pan the crowd today video and sent it to me. And for a playoff game on a Thursday night, spring, a lot of people might be gone on oh, spring break. Yeah, a lot of people are gone. There's about 3,700 people there. Okay. Place holds for a hockey game. I think you can get 57, maybe. Sure. Something like that. So not a horrible crowd. But I guarantee if this game's in London, Ontario for the London night, there's 10,000 people in that barn. Right. And they're fucking sold out. So, and again, I'm not shitting on Saginaw, but it's like, then the other thing is, obviously there's going to probably be some money spent. Yeah. White Sox just went on top of the Astros three to one in the night. Obviously there's going to be some money spent. Yeah. Obviously the Memorial Cup's not the Olympics. Sure. But you got to figure some money's got to be spent. Hey, we got to kind of renovate this and renovate that yeah. and make sure this road is paved. and. You know, put yeah. new lights here and new lights there, and we're gonna have a we're gonna put a big marquee up here just yeah. so we can put the sign. Hey, welcome Memorial Cup teams. Who's Who, paying for that? Dick Garber is was he the good? First, does he was the does first he, name? Does I he foot the whole bill? I don't. Probably not. No, he's a he's a smart businessman. He he's not flitting the whole and, bill. And then in that article it says, you guarantee the whole city guarantees x num x amount of dollar profit. Or that the team pays it. Yeah. So it's like, I guess the price of cars is about to go up. (laughs) At least Carver Buick. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's going to be a massive ad campaign on, you know, the local TV stations and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, trying to get people to understand like, hey, this is a big deal. And, and, and it is a big deal and good for Saginaw. I'm not shitting all over it, but it's like, okay, you know. Oh, I understand what what you're saying though. Yeah. And maybe that's why they did all the work on that parking ramp. That parking ramp's been closed for two years. I think it's it might be open now, but right. that parking ramp has been under construction for years. So maybe the maybe they said, "Hey, our parking ramp's done," and they said, "You got yourself the Memorial Cup." You know, maybe the Temple Theater, and yeah. may, maybe they'll just show Die Hard over and over, and somebody can go to the Temple for Die Hard. I just is it going to be at Christmas? No, it's Memorial Day. Yeah, I know. I'm, so, I'm but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, I just, I, I'm almost nervous to for my city to be embarrassed. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, it will, it'll be all right, Mike. Because here's the thing about Saginaw and the people that live here. Okay, they're hardy, good, solid American people that get over anything really, really quick. Oh, all right. You know a different group of people <laughs> so than me, but all right, so. <laughs> But anyway, so it'd be interesting. So that's something. In a the couple, next year. a couple of beers and a slap in the back, and they're like, "What cup?" Exactly. Well, like the, huh? I, I mean, the brand of hockey should be pretty good. I mean, I, oh, it, it'll the, be great. I mean, because 
That'd I'm not great. mistaken. I think the Quebec Major Junior League is a little bit better than the Ontario Hockey League. So, and then, you know, the London Knights are always quality because actually most rookies in the NHL that played with London actually make less money their first year in the NHL than they did in London. That's <laughs> it. Really? Well, that's the old joke. Cause oh, London gotcha. just bought every player and just, yeah, that's okay. how they've got a 10,000 seat rank. And well, the other thing is too, you could probably pull any 12 kids off any said pond or backyard rink in Canada. And there's probably pretty good hockey. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, so anyway, we'll see how that goes. More updates on that. I mean, that, that, that'll happen before Ovi, you know, so we'll, uh, we won't cover that weekly though, unless there's some dynamic, Hey, we're going to build, uh, the right Eiffel, t- the yeah. Eiffel tower right across from the Dow event center, you know, yeah. that has a strip club on the very top. Then we'll cover that as the production goes. Right. Deja vu should see a spike. That should be our advertising. Should. Problem from a yeah from a business perspective, sh- but should it not? Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Do you remember the date? It's May, right? The prettiest butthole. Oh my god! <laughs> are you bringing that back up? Well, I th- I said that I said deja vu, and it just reminded yeah. me we didn't miss that, did we? <laughs> god, I hope so. Oh, anyway, um, all right, you're first. I think I think it's time to rate old. It's I have written down old porterhouse, but it's old porterhouse. Old porterhouse. <clears throat> I'm just going to do this. I've actually, the more I drink it, the more I enjoy it. This is really good. I'm as a porter, as a coffee porter, I'm going to put it up there at 3.80. Like I did with, with the, um, with the ectogasm Nipa. I mean, that was for what it is. I think it's what it should be. I'm, I'm, I'm getting rid of the IPA from the first tasting. Yep. And as I taste this, I get a little more coffee. Could it stand to have a little additional coffee? Sure. But I'm enjoying it. And your last sentence is what I like it. I drink it again. I have no problem with it, but your last statement has me just given it a straight three, 3.00 because of that lack of coffee. But I have, Nothing bad to say about it other than it could have used more coffee and therefore I was a little misled, but easy drinking, good flavor, 3.00. All right. So I am doing the check-ins. So at 2.9 thousand, so 3,000 check-ins. Oh my. Okay. Well. I say they got to be between us, I would think. Well, the untapped crowds got it at 3.73. A lot closer to you. Yeah. I, I'm probably a little on the low end, but I'm. But stick- you're a big I, coffee guy. You're a right, black, yeah. straight black coffee drinker, right? Yes. Yeah. See, because I'm a, I gotta have something in my coffee. I can't drink it straight. All right, Dave. Well, we've come to the third tasting of episode 172 of Flights Football. And anything else? Follow us and like us on Facebook and Twitter at EpodFFA. You know, but Twitter's kind of like a, you know. Yeah, a swallow. It's a it's a loser bird, a dodo bird. So, because I think Musk has killed it off, and then the you know the Chinese the that's, allegedly and you know infiltrating all our info, and they're going to ban it. Well, that's TikTok. That's a different thing. Oh, that's yeah, that is TikTok. Yeah, that's TikTok. Uh, Twitter's just dying out, and it's an old 
it's an old person's app, according to my kids. Well, so is Facebook, according to the kids. Right. Well, sure. Yeah. But, but I think Facebook is still alive and it's kicking. It's still alive and kicking. I think Twitter's still relevant, to be honest with you. That's Not where I the saw the Kelsey kids. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So on my Apple News, like a lot of that stuff is, you know, they're all Twitter links. And if, if given, but here, let's, let's, yeah, let's kick this yeah, off yeah, and then we can talk we'll about that. Ahead. So anyway, dank and resin, dank and resinous, resinous with undertones of fresh and sticky citrus fruits. This hazed out double IPA is best buds with our flagship double IPA boom sauce, who we have actually tried on this very pod many, 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 many episodes ago. Correct. Using only the choicest hops from the West Coast, we've crafted a mind-blowing high ABV double IPA. 7.8%. I guess it's somewhat high, but it's not tremendously high. Zero IBUs from Lord Hobo. We have dank sauce. <laughs> he said <laughs> sticky. Yeah. And I I was much like yeah. uh Ecclesiastes. Oh, nailed it. Yeah, I nailed it that time. And I knew <laughs> resinous. You said and right. I fucking <laughs> butchered it three fucking times. When the lights were on, I choked. You know, I'm not right. a pressure player, apparently, Dave. I tell you what, but KBZ is going to turn you into a pressure player. Well, I don't know. I hope so. I mean, a lot of Cindy Brady moments. I was like, <laughs> but, but anyway, so yeah, I said, I said resinous yeah. many, many times. And then during the read, belly flop. That's just cool. like Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes. And then I got up there and like, Ecclesiastes. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So. Anyway. Well, you didn't say off oh, fuck up at the pulpit. Yeah, well, so. in my head I did. Okay. <laughs> so. And we're going out of the not a big deal glass. Little Lord Hobo. Dank sauce. Good color. Yeah. I like the nice. color. Dank sauce. Would you, like, would, would you refer to that like I'm pouring up as a squirter? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. That did. <laughs> Woo. All right. Not getting yeah. much on the notes. No, but it... the notes is kind of like a, um, is almost like a lawn mowing beer, but this, there's no way this yeah. is going to be a lawn mowing. I mean, they could steal the, the prob they probably didn't use it because Kessler's already had it in its tagline. Cause this is smooth as silk. Oh, before we uh, do anything else. But it does have a unique dank flavor. Yes. Yeah. Not anywhere near as dank as tr uh, that reefer stuff. Tree for Madness. Tree for Madness. And then uh, hemp. Oh, God. Hemp, the Hemperer. The Hemperer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, you remember that? Yeah, because I bought it at uh, Kroger. And it was, I mean, it legit was yeah. dank. Because a lot of the uh, if the, I see the, the hamperer in a cooler anywhere, I'm buying it just yeah, because I need to. And because, and that's where dank come from. Because dank is more of a dispensary term. Because you see dank billboards all over the place, right? And it's they're inevitably advertising dispensaries, correct? So dank must actually be more of a well a hop 
is a bud, so you know. Te- yeah. So yeah, you're well. Yeah, you're making a connection I haven't before. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I, that that was from the hip. Plant based. Yeah, I don't even know if it's. I don't even know if it's accurate, but it sure, sure sounds sure, good. Sure, sure. Yeah, plant based. Yeah. All right. What? So what else were we gonna do? I said before we go any further. The uh, before we go any further, yeah, we thought- were talking about. Oh shit! What were we talking about? I don't know. So we're gonna do that. Great. Yeah, because you know we couldn't have that much dead time on a recorded podcast. So all right, I went with the number of the top eighty rock songs. Yep. Now with this song, I know you know it, and I think you got to think outside the box because for it to it actually may be more in your wheelhouse than some of the rock songs because I'm having a hard time considering this a rock song. But I went with the picture that was sent to to Mike from Dick Buckus and to Mike's dad from Dick Buckus, of which I only have the one to Mike's dad because I tore mine up in a fit of rage. <laughs> I went with number 51. So uh... I'm going to read it first. Okay. And then I think I can somewhat carry carry it through where you might be able to hear it. I think those might be my earbuds. Sorry, folks. All right. Looking in your eyes, I see a paradise. This world that I found is too good to be true. Standing here beside you, want so much to give you this love in my heart. That I'm feeling for you. The paradise should have been. And it's not Eddie Money, so don't say Eddie Money. <laughs> no, I wasn't going right. to. Uh... You said I got to think out of the box a little bit. Me, Because the, the list that I pulled these songs from yeah. is from the, the top 100 rock songs of the 1980s. Right. And this, considering this a rock song, is almost akin to considering me, because I've had sex before, almost akin to me considering me a porn star. <laughs> you know, I've had sex, but I'm not necessarily, I don't know if I'd consider myself a porn star. So that leads me to believe it's going to be something along the lines of like a Duran Duran or in excess or some band like that, where it's not a rock song. It's a female vocalist, female vocalist looking in your eyes. I see a paradise. This world that I found is too good to be true. true. Standing here beside you. Want so much to give you this love in my heart that I'm feeling for you. People say I'm crazy. Well, I don't know about that. Um, it's not Stevie Nicks. It's and again, it's not a Pat. It's not a Pat Benatar. No, and again, this is they've had numerous. If I'm not mistaken, this band has had numerous, numerous names. I've got it. Um, you make me crazy. Uh, no. Yes. Um, d- don't say a freaking word right now. Shh. Um, 
Oh, shoot. Um, I think it's actually been used in soundtracks. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's absolutely yeah. in some soundtracks. I'm not. Um, I can almost see. I can almost see one of the videos. I'm. 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 In, I'm in front of the mic. I've got my hands over my head. My eyes are closed. It's like I could be crazy. What do I know? Uh, let me go. Mm. I haven't heard it enough. It wasn't one of my. It wasn't one of my bands. It's not on any of my current playlists or my '80s playlists that I know of. Oh shit! I can hear her voice. I can yep. hear her voice in my head right now. Uh, I'm not gonna get it. All right, damn. Starships. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop us. Nothing's going to stop us now. Yeah. Now, putting that in the top hundred rock songs, I think, is a bit of a stretch. Yeah. It's, if it made the Billboard enough times, maybe they considered it. But. Top hundred pop songs, I'll give you. Sure. But top hundred rock songs. Yeah. yeah again, it's yeah, akin it's to rock, it's, yeah. it's akin to me saying, "Well, I've had sex. I'm a porn star." Right, right, right. I mean, it's like, well, not really. So, but porn you, stars usually last more than seven, eight seconds. Yeah, you put that <laughs> next to a Guns and Roses or a yeah, a Van yeah. Halen or something like that. You're just like you're kind of questioning whether they could consider that in the same genre or not. Exactly. Yeah, I get you. But anyway, I tell you what. I don't care what anybody says, Mike. When you carry the the melody, that's the ticket, and you yeah. do it you do it well enough that I can. I'm like, it, all right, yeah. It, 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 I'm not, you know, it was a, you know, I'm not saying you're gonna you, tomorrow. 50, you're gonna, a 56 year old chubby white guy trying to do a <laughs> a single white one, or a, a, I don't know if she was single yeah. at the time, but a, a white woman's voice. I mean, yeah. I, I tried to pull it off. Yeah, don't quit your day job. No, absolutely not. <laughs> At least not to sing anyway. I might do Correct. it to student teach. Sure. Absolutely. Not student teach, substitute teach. Substitute teach. teach 200 sure. bucks a day. Oh, Jesus. I've already mapped it out. Oh, my God. Dude. Bridgeport High School. Oh. I'm going to actually, and then it's going to segue into a coaching career, and it's going to be the next. Uh, I'm telling you, no, I mean. Titans of. Uh, anybody right now. Remember the Titans. Anybody right now that, any school district. If you're, if, if you've got a pulse and you can actually have a conversation, an intelligent conversation with a, with a kid, with a student, you're golden. You'll get called every day. I literally had a guy, he wasn't my sub, but he was a sub across the way, stood in the corner of the room, stood up in the corner away from the teacher desk, stood there. I don't know if he blinked (laughs) the entire day, just stared at the kids. And then. She was very, very sweet, very sweet. Uh, 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 I don't know. She must have been all of like maybe 24 years old, a uh, little petite Asian gal that was in the, um, in the, in the trades area. She was subbing in the wood shop area. Now, for whatever reason, I had a, I had business in the going back and forth. I was talking to one of the teachers, the metal shop teacher. So I was in and out of there probably three or four times during the day. I don't think she fucking moved from the desk. As a matter of fact, I don't think her eyes came up from the desk. I was going to ask some of the kids like, Hey, you guys, did she actually say hi or introduce herself at all? Possibly. That's now that's the one thing I'd have to put when they call me. It's like, Hey, 
might want to leave me out of the shop class because there may be some missing fingers because I'm not your guy when it comes to well, shop. No, no, like, no. When they do that, the kids are doing book work. You know what I okay. mean? They don't, they're not, no. Yeah, because you definitely don't want me yeah, teaching no, woodworking one on one. It's like, oh yeah, that's more than a flesh wound. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to go to the doctor for that one. Yeah. So yeah, I'll stay out of that. I'll can stay you out call of the, the home ec teacher? Maybe she can stitch you up. <laughs> but so yeah, so Swan Valley doesn't pay two hundred though, do they? Or do, are they? Oh is, no, no, uh, no, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's why no. I mean, and how bad can Bridgeport or Saginaw High be? I tell you what. What I'll do is I'm going to look at the cur- 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 curriculum. Curriculum. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. That the teacher leaves me, yeah. and I'll just. If you actually do anything that's written down on the piece of paper, you'll be a hero. Well, I'm going to look at it. I'm going to say, kids, this is garbage. And <laughs> okay, I'm going to, that's I, what I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to show them the principal with Jim Belushi, because <laughs> I and I'll say I'm Jim Belushi. Yeah. No, but no, I I would. No, I think I'd be fine. It'd be fun with it. It would. It would be. It would be fine, Mike. All right. So now, what, so I, what I should start doing that is on Monday. Especially, I'm. I'm just telling you, and this is a fact. This is. This is an observation. I'm not being critical. I mean, this is. This is from the words of people that teach in in some of the 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 city districts or the urban districts. You know, by this time of year, the kids that create the most problems, they're not there. Right. They're not there. The kids are great. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no worries. So, you can do it. All right. That's, I think that's, you know, that's my next career move, I think. Yep. All right. So, um, so zero points for Dave, of course. But I want to mention, I was last night, I had dinner at Retro Rocks, and it had been probably since last, I think last summer, Shelly and I went with friends to Retro Rocks downtown Saginaw. I mean, they, they've done a great job with that place, the updating, um, and it, it's a eighties retro rock and roll place. And they've got the videos going, you know, all the time. And I looked up and I saw a video of Michael Jackson's remember the times. I don't know if you can remember that video. I don't, I obviously if there's any listeners right now, younger than say 35, you probably won't have ever seen it, but it's got Magic Johnson, Eddie Murphy. Uh, is it Iman? Iman? Uh, she was a supermodel. Um, so it's Egyptian. The theme is Egyptian. Eddie Murphy is King whoever. She's the queen. Magic is uh, an Egyptian soldier. I, I'm not sure quite who. And then Tommy Tiny. Tommy Tiner. Jeez, oh, Pete. Tommy tiny lister jr he was i would think i thought well mike might know who he is he's got kind of like the the wandering eye but the real big guy but the real big guy but he was he'd had some uh like wrestling stints i think they when i looked up his bio he had done some professional wrestling but oh my god turn back the clock 30 years 40 well it's 40 yeah, like 40-some years. What was this Michael Jackson song called? Uh, Remember the Times. Remember the times. Fell in love. Remember the times. I'm not sure anyway, I know that song. So uh, I was just like, wow, seeing Eddie Murphy and Mike uh, Magic. And that damn well might have been pre-HIV. Or pre, you know, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I was just like, 
oh my God, I know who those people are, but I can barely recognize them. They look so young. It's kind of like looking in the mirror. Christina Aguilera's uh, Genie in a Bottle. Okay. Yep. I Love remember you that. the right yeah. way. Yeah. And then in excess, I-N-N yep. and then X-S. How many, I looked up how many of their songs, like their top tens or whatever, were in like mid to late 80s and early 90s movies. And then going forward, it's crazy. I couldn't, I've stopped listening to their music. I haven't heard it in a while, but I mean, I'm not an NXS fan, but I just, wow. It just brought Is back. Is one that says, so come over here and give me, me a moment. moment. Your you moves won't... are so raw. Yeah. I've I got, got to, to let, let you know. know. You're one of my kind. All yeah. Right, so that's tonight, Devil inside. Yeah. Yep. Devil inside, nope. devil inside. Every single one of us, the devil inside. Anyway. Actually, I bet you if I were to look through some of my cassettes, I bet you I have an, an excess cassette. Yeah. So, I mean, it was uh, it was really nostalgic. And they got some good beer there, too. So, I'm not trying to plug them. What'd you eat? Huh? What would you have to eat? I had a Southwest burger. Food good? Is it? it was good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Fries were good, spicy fries, right? Pickle yeah. was was, you know, it's weird, but you like you say, well, if I'm gonna like ooh and ah about the pickle, but the pickle right. was it was kind of, it's kind of a nice added touch. Big big pickle spear, right? All right. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, as far as music is concerned, nope. and it made me think about how much I fail with the Dave. How are you paying nope. attention? Uh, were you gonna say something? Nope. I'm good. You know, I, I'm trying to desperately to think of a fuck you, but I, I think it's been a pretty good week. I don't think I have any. Do you yeah. have anything? No, you need are to, you kidding you, me? I'm on vacation. It's been a great week. How's how's track turnout been? As as far as like kids that are still here, and right? Showing you said, up. You said you ex- last week. I think you said yeah. you were expecting maybe yeah. seven to ten people sure. a day. Four, four. All right, yeah. so a little under what you were expected. A little bit, but here's the thing. Yeah, it's a little bit under what I expected, but with four, I mean, we got some really, really good stuff done. All right. I mean, you know, when you got four, you can you can really zero in and now were they four of- from four events or was it like four sprinters? Actually, it was uh, two and two, two throwers, two sprinters, the the first day, and then four throwers. Okay. Yeah. So the throwing session on Wednesday, yesterday was actually really, really good. Did you do anything tomorrow or did you give? No, because tomorrow oh, I'm, leaving, I'm that's right, leaving, leaving for yeah. Grand Rapids tomorrow to go see my son. So, All right. Yeah. Uh, it's vacation time. Go over and see him. Um, and that'll give uh, us a chance to give him a big, you know, food care package, whatever. Yep. And then, uh, you know, he's kind of a sci-fi guy like I am. So. The premiere of Dungeons and Dragons is tonight at midnight or right. whatever. There's been a lot of pre. It's like anything else. It's like Black Friday. Like Black Friday doesn't exist because it starts in September right. now. Exactly. You know, and so I'm sure enough people have seen uh, Dungeons and Dragons, you know, for those sci fi people, uh, fantasy sci fi. I guess that's the right. genre it would fit into. But uh, we're going to go see that tomorrow night. All right. Yeah. Nothing else, man. I'm not. Hey, again, teach his own. Yeah. I'm not rag, bagging on you. I just, if you bought my ticket, my dinner, my beer, I'd probably say to you, 
can I just go to dinner and drinks? <laughs> do, do I have to go to the movie too? Right, right. So, yeah. but hey, I mean. Well, you know. you know, and for some, I know there's some, there's some people that look at that stuff and go, oh my God, I wish that were real. Maybe it is real. Maybe there's something about that. Maybe I'm missing it. Maybe I can't, just can't see it. You know, and it's just like, come on. For me, it's just a, it's an opportunity to just get away from reality. Just, right. It's an escape. See, Pornhub is my getaway from reality. <laughs> so, but honestly, stuff like Star Wars or even The Mandalorian, some of it is, I mean, shit. They got rockets that'll you can watch, you know, Elon Musk's rockets and a little. I think even Bezos has a rocket. Well, Shatner, shaped like a penis. Yeah, the the penis <laughs> rocket. Um, you know, they'll go up. And they'll land themselves. So, I mean, at some point, the technology will get there where, you know, some of this stuff will actually happen. So, in a sense, there's a few of those things I'm like, well, that'd be cool if I live long enough to see it, even though I'm not gonna. Right. Yeah. Well, see, and that's your escape that way is the same as my escape. Like, my escape is like uh, the current edition of the rewatchables with Bill Simmons mm-hmm. is Cape Fear, the remake with De Niro and Nolte and Sh- Jessica Lange. Sure, yeah. And that's my escape because that, to me, those those movies, in fact, I think that was one of, on my Mount Rushmore of top thrillers was Cape Fear because you look at Max Cady played by Robert De Niro and it's scary because there are fucking people out there oh. in this world like that. Right. And so it's like, okay, this is real. So this is fucking scary because there are, this guy could be out there. And, <laughs> right. you know, and it's just, and the way that I'm going to plug a, the. See, I don't like to think about that because then I wouldn't leave my home. Right. And see, and, then, and <laughs> like, and like, so that's. Yeah, that's what interests me. Where like, right. okay, Dungeons and Dragons and Star Wars. It's like, yeah, that that bores me. But I'm like, Max Katie. I mean, that's he. That's real. I mean, oh, yeah. Max Katie is out there. You have to protect your 17 year old daughter from Max Katie yeah. because he's going to have his thumb in her fucking mouth, right? You know, right? And give her a joint. Yeah. I, so, yeah. and it's like, is but it's. I'm going to plug the rewatchables because it's like, I think Bill Simmons and I are related. He's in his mid fifties. I'm in my mid fifties. He's a Red Sox fan. I'm a Red Sox fan. His favorite scene of Cape fear was the alley scene where Nick Nolte paid three toughs to rough Max Katie up. Max Katie beat, beat their asses. Right. And that's my favorite scene. He's a podcasting legend. I'm a podcasting <laughs> right, legend. Right, exactly. So, I mean, we've got to be related. You've got he so much in common. More, he just makes way more money than me. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> well, I hate, I mean, I don't hate to. I guess we're going back to some, um, what are you watching? But when I talked about the company you keep, which is a current 2023 show, and there was a, uh, 2012 movie called The Company You Keep. Robert Redford, Susan Sarandon, Shia LaBeouf. You mentioned Nick Nolte, so that's what made me come back to this little note that I had here. And it actually 
when I was looking up the TV show, this came up and I'm like, oh, that's interesting because Shia LaBeouf was like not all weirded out yet, you know, and all these crazy tattoos or whatever. Um, And let me just tell you about, ooh, that's not it. Where's the 2012, uh, 2012, let me see if I can do this on the fly and do the cast. Yes, I can. And Nick Nolte, Julie Christie, Anna Kendrick, um, Stanley Tucci. You know who he is? He's got the black glasses. He's he's a supporting yeah. actor in like a bunch of stuff. Sam Elliott, Terrence Howard, uh, Chris Cooper. The list goes on and on and on and on. But this is something I thought you would like, so that's why I'm bringing it up. The cast you would keep is about the weather underground group that started in Ann Arbor. It's kind of a leftist. uh, Let me see if I can get the decades after an ill-fated robbery, a former member of the weather underground turns herself into authorities. While covering the story, reporter Ben Shepard, Shiloh LaBeouf, 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 am I pronouncing that right? Sure. I guess, sure, whatever. Uh, discovers the recently widowed lawyer, Jim Grant, who is Robert Redford, was also a member of that particular group. Anyway, so things say, and they go, you know, a couple of the members of the group go on the run, but it's it's based on this true story kind of a thing. So, you know, maybe it would be of some interest to you because right. it was actually happened or Sp- part of it happened. Right. Speaking of Robert Redford, in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, yeah. Which role does Robert Redford play, and who is the other one? Is it Paul Newman? Yeah. So Paul Newman is. Paul Newman is the Butch Sundance Cat- Kid. Okay, he's oh, the Sundance Kid. Now you're. Uh oh. All right. So anyway, while you look that up, yeah. do you re- do you look at Ro- uh, Robert Redford as either Butch Cassidy or the Sundance Kid, whatever? Yeah. Or Roy Hobbs. When you hear the name Robert oh. Redford, which when I hear Robert Redford, I yeah. immediately think of Roy, Roy Hobbs, Hobbs of the natural. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I didn't see I saw Was Rob was who who pays Woody Harrelson a million dollars to fuck Demi Moore in indecent proposal? I think mm. it's Woody Harrelson, isn't it? Isn't he the husband that... Now, you're making me look up too many things in a row. By the way, um, Paul Newman was Butch Cassidy. All right, so... And Robert Robert Redford was the Sundance kid. But Robert Redford, to me, will always be referred to as Roy Hobbs. If you said to me, first thing that comes to mind when I say Robert Redford, I say Roy Hobbs. Yeah. So, I mean... Yeah. Even though that's one of the cheesiest baseball movies of all time. Yeah, it's Robert Redford. Uh, Woody Harrelson is the one that... Do I fucking stutter? (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, it's an indecent proposal. It is. But one that you'd have to think about. A million dollars. Yeah. And then it it happens. In the movie, doesn't it happen? And then it creates all sorts of tension and turmoil because he's like, why did I fucking do that? so long since I've seen that. But he's got a million bucks. Here's the thing, Mike. I was thinking about this the other day. 
Will I sleep does a million no, dollars? No, 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 yes, no, no, I will. No, 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 no. <laughs> why not? <laughs> I mean, hell, hell, we've done 172 pods together. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, would a million dollars do it for you anymore, though? I mean, is a million dollars enough? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, to murder somebody? Probably not. No. Oh fuck no. No. Okay. No. So all right. So murders uh, murder's yeah. gonna cost more than a million. We've agreed on that. But there's not a lot else I'm not doing for a million bucks. <laughs> right. Okay. Tossing hobo salad behind the dumpster at Denny's, done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you're talking right. a million bucks. I'm not gonna make a million dollars if my place of employment has right. me for the next ten years. Right. I ain't coming close to a million bucks. Well, so if I got to toss one hobo salad out in the back of the dumpster behind Denny's for a million, yeah, done deal. Yeah, I agree. Okay, sure. Yeah, I, I just I think about I, I think in terms of no, nah, never mind. I just think of the whole. I, my personal finance brain goes into overdrive as far yeah. as like, okay, how much do I owe in my house? Oh yeah, I've got this on my cars. Oh yeah, I've got. Well, I know you two. don't. Owe, I know you don't own a million. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, well, it's. I mean, shit, uh, between the house and the cars and the two kids in college and, you know, I don't have anything on the credit card. Thank God that was a plug for me. Yay. Pat myself on the back. Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, by the time you get done doing this, that, and the other thing, it's like, holy shit, I just went through a million bucks and I'm really not that much farther ahead. But like you said, no. it would still you know, See, I guess and, it's just for the simple fact. Since of- we don't have a Mount Rushmore and we don't have a fuck you before we rate. Um, dank sauce. Dank sauce. I was going to say boom sauce. I never knew it wasn't that. And again, for any employers out there listening, any political correctness police out there listening, Dave and I are not murder for hire. Million dollars. You're not. I don't personally. I don't know if there, I don't think I, I personally would not be able to, because no. I'm not wired. That, there are people that are, you know, oh. fuck $5,000 will fucking kill somebody for you. Yeah. But I, I'm not wired that way. No. I don't even know if I could kill a dog no, not for $10,000. No. You know, so it's like, so yeah, so. Um, well, I mean, in certain circumstances, I well, have... yeah. If the dog's going to kill you, then yeah, then, sure. Yeah, those are different. Those yeah. are just, but I'm just talking around. Like, hey, five grand, shoot that lady's dog. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. Do- no, I can't absolutely do- yeah, not. I'm not doing it. No, but you know, yeah, you know, there's a price for everything. So you always look at the price tag. Like, like your boss comes to you tomorrow and says, "All right." Dave, you're slipping as a teacher. A lot of complaints by parents. Yeah, give me a figure that will keep us out of court and get you out of here, so we can get somebody in here that the parents aren't going to complain about. Uh, hey, will you make out with that lady over there, or will you eat a bag of dog shit? I mean, there's right. got there's a price for everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, but sure. like the the murder one is just like yeah I just can't I just can't do that no no and again now now you might end up doing it for free if somebody breaks into your house and has got a knife oh, coming right down that's yeah, a whole yeah, different... that, yeah that's a whole yeah that's yeah. called self defense that's not doing right. something for money right so yeah or the only other ex- the only other example I was coming up with was hunting 
You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Oh, look at this beautiful bird flying by. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it'll taste delicious. So anyway, but yeah. All All right. right, Let's rate this. Yeah, let's do it. You're up. All right. So I went. Do do I like dank sauce better than ectogasm? I think I did. I'm going to go 4.00. I really liked dank sauce. I didn't think it was dank at all. It had a nice, hearty IPA, double IPA, high alcohol, smooth taste, 4.00. And for all those same reasons, Mike, we've been doing this for too long. I enjoyed it a little bit more than uh, ectoplasm as well so i gave it a 3.95 all right so essentially the same rating yep now this has the fewest check-ins of the night and i would have bet money that lord hobo had more followers than middle coast from traverse city and i would have lost money yeah because this has 1.6 thousand check-ins and those 1.6 thousand Average out at three point eight five. All right, so we actually like this better than the than Neon's Tapped, which actually has not been the case lately, really. Correct. So, well, anyway, Dave, one seventy two. As I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see I'm out of beer, and as the late great Stuart Scott would say, "You ain't got to go home." But you got to get the heck up out of here. <laughs>